0: Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like doing something that has legacy. I spent the first half of this week in Saudi Arabia uh, and I watched some of the World Cup and I watched some of the World Cup in Dubai yesterday and of course we've got the final this week and it's just inspiring to see Morocco and Saudi Arabia and I just come to think of how uh, many young people can get more active and more involved in sports and also being at the STEP conference in Saudi this week, I so many entrepreneurs offering tech solutions and it's quite fitting that this interview is about. Uh, solutions for uh, health and uh, diseases around obesity but also technology and entrepreneurship as well so enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast with us today is Leila Azizova she is the co-founder of Wima Health they are a digital health startup aiming to tackle the rising obesity rates across the middle east so we're going to talk about how we may set up the ideas behind it and the background uh, the health and wellness industry in the region and then look to the future so good morning Leda.
1: hi good morning richard thank you so, for having me
0: so we have a confession to make don't we to the listeners that we recorded this a few days ago <laughs> and completely 100 percent our error uh, we corrupted the files, so that was a dry run and we have to uh, talk again, but it was such a good conversation and I'm so keen to sort of chat through it again and hear all about what what WEMA Health is. So can you start and just tell us a little bit about the company?
1: Sure, sure. Happy to do that. Um, so at the heart of uh, Wima Health is treating people that are obese. Um, and and helping them in their weight loss journey and doing that in a way that that works and that is also sustainable right so that works not only for a short period of time but that works uh, ideally for the rest of um, our patients lives and when i say obesity um, i am talking about those people that um, are overweight and are clinically defined as obese because they have a certain um, body mass index. Um, we're looking at a body mass index of 27 and above. Um, so this is not for um, you know, those of us that just want to lose a couple of pounds before um, before an event or before the summer break, but it is for, um, for clinical obesity. And what we do in our program is to um, offer weight loss, um, weight loss journey that includes, on the one hand, anti-obesity medication, um, and that is the latest medication that is available and that's clinically proven to help with weight loss. It's called GLP-1 medicine. Um, the second part is a very personalized health coaching um, with, um, obviously, a specialized endocrinologist, so a doctor who is specialized in the treatment of obesity, as well as with um with a nutritionist and health coach. So someone that is um, specialized in helping you um, develop healthier habits in all aspects of your life. And then the third thing is that we're using our technology platform to do this as data-driven um, and as efficient as possible for our patients.
0: Amazing, so it's in the health space. Uh, it's a clinic, it's, at the moment it's online only. And do you see this as a sort of a technology-enabled solution as well?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's a technology-enabled solution. Um, At the same time, so we have launched in Denmark, um, and we are currently preparing our launch in uh, the UAE. But something that we have also noticed is that a lot of patients, apart from having that virtual touchpoint and the virtual platform, that they also like to have a physical space that they can go to. So um, something that we're preparing for uh, in the uAE for next year is to actually have a physical space a physical clinic that um, that people can go to to have uh, to access their uh, access to the care
0: okay interesting uh and how did you come up with the well first of all what's the name uh Wima where did it come from and how did you come up with the idea?
1: Yes so weMA stands for weight management um, and When it comes to how did we come up with the idea, um, it's very clear that obesity is a big problem in the world, Um, not only in the Middle East, but in many, many different parts of the world. And it's a disease, and and that's what we have to also acknowledge and say, right? That it's a disease. It's not only um, a symptom of other diseases uh, like diabetes or cardiovascular diseases, but it's a disease on its own and it can severely impact people's lives, people's um, longevity, you know how long people live, and it can also impact their quality of life. And in fact, when you look at reports such as from the um, World Health Organization, obesity is defined as one of the biggest risks actually to the humankind because um, it's something that is kind of creeping up on us, right? Um, we talk about many other illnesses that are clearly um, um, and, and very tangibly dangerous for us. But when it comes to obesity, it's it's often a little bit neglected, I think. But it, it is very clear that it's actually a, a silent killer. Um, it, is a, it is a pandemic because it's all over the world. And it's affecting also younger generations more and more. So it's a huge problem. And... Um, once I think this problem is tackled well, it can actually help in many other aspects of healthcare. Um, many other many other areas of healthcare will actually not be needed even right? if people are not obese, if people are at a healthy weight. so we we saw that there is a there is a big problem. and if we look at what are the current solution spaces, um, the solutions are not great because, um, you know, there's a lot of diets out there. Um, I'm sure you know all of the, um, trendy things. you know, yeah, yeah, very trendy diets—the ketos, the fastings, and 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 plant-based, and um, and 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 everything is sort of a diet program, right? And and people swear by it. And then there is a lot of shakes and pills that people can can t- consume. Um, there's a lot of workout programs and and then there is also which has become more and more popular in recent years the surgical side of things so the bariatric surgeries where um you know parts of the stomach are surgically adjusted and so on so but all of this somehow does not seem to tackle the problem because the problem is still there and in fact a lot of people with these methods they i mean a a lot of these methods are not very safe um they're not validated by uh, by doctors and are not scientifically driven um, B they're not very holistic so they don't really take into account the patient's overall health um, and also other aspects of their life and their lifestyle and C they're not sustainable and that's actually the biggest problem so what we mm. see a lot is that people that are overweight they they use one or multiple of these methods that I just mentioned they lose weight and and then they gain the weight back mm. Um, which is obviously very frustrating. So we saw that something something is not working, um, and we actually need a very holistic program that includes the latest evidence in research, which is the GLP-1 anti-obesity medication that I talked about, as well as technology to make all of this um, very data-driven, very evidence-driven, and also easy for patients, as well as this health coaching. So that's why we bundled all of this into a program that um that works i mean it 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 simply works and it is um it is sustainable and i think ultimately that that is what is most important right that it's sustainable it's not just a short term solution but it is it is for
0: life interesting amazing so before we tackle go into a lot of the terminology and the industry issues at large uh to understand how how um so i understand the concept now of WEMA Health, which is the solution to the problem is a combination of uh, scientific tests, well, first a, a strategy and approach to tackling this big problem, and then a combination of uh, medicine and coaching, so uh, more uh, assisted sort of uh, long-term, not just, you know, to understand the cause as well of, of what might be driving, uh, you know, increased consumption of food, etc. But so how did you how did you know come up with this solution? Are you, are you from the medical field or what how how have you uh, had some knowledge of this industry?
1: Yes, yes. So I'm from the um I, I'm 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 not a doctor myself um but I worked I've been working in healthcare for over 8 years now. Um so my my personal um background is in strategy consulting within the healthcare space. Um as a strategy consultant, I worked across Europe and the Middle East with clients in healthcare. So these clients were um, ministries of health, uh, public health authorities, um, clinics uh, or large clinic groups or hospital groups, um, as well as even um, health insurances. So really all different sides and angles of healthcare, um, which is why I'm, I'm yeah, very familiar with sort of the the biggest problems and issues that we face in in, in healthcare, um, as well as also sort of the trends uh, sort of in healthcare, right? and what can what what we can use to make healthcare be a better experience for patients and and I think that's how that's how I got into this space. i I always I've always been very passionate about um, startups, especially healthcare startups because, Um, I like to believe that healthcare startups are, you know, they have a clear purpose, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it is about helping people with their health in one way or another. And I was always very passionate about that. that. So about a year ago, I actually left my consulting job and I decided to become an entrepreneur and build a healthcare company uh, myself as well.
0: Amazing. So uh, what's the link with Denmark? And you have a, a clinic there. Was that... A co-founder that's there that already had investment to create a clinic, or how how does that work as well?
1: Yes yes. So the investment uh, we had at Wima Health uh, is from um, a dawn Health, which is a, a digital health company um, uh, in Denmark that we're also being incubated under um, as Wima Health. And um, Dawn Health is um, obviously situated in, um, in Copenhagen, in Denmark, and um, that's where the link to, um, to Denmark comes from. Um, and it is also a market where there is world-leading uh, researchers um, and, and um, medical specialists in endocrinology that we've also been working with to set up the clinical model of Lima Health.
0: Okay amazing so uh, at the moment in the UAE you are operational you you have clients it is virtual so just walk me through the process in terms of the the customer or the clients uh, how they approach Wima health and, and what services are available
1: Yeah so in the UAE we're not yet live uh we are we are not treating patients in the UAE yet we have a list of patients that um have contacted us and they're on our waiting list, and we are also in contact with them, but we have not kicked off the program yet. Um, so the patients that Vima Health has are currently um, all in Denmark, um, in, in Copenhagen. We will be starting off uh, to actually treat uh, patients um, in the UAE, starting with our with with the many patients that we have on our waiting list in 2023, uh, beginning of the year.
0: Okay, and then from a commercial. Standpoint. Uh, what's your business model?
1: Yeah, the business model is obviously that there is a um, there's a program fee that um, our our patients, or I should say our members, because they become members of the Wima Health program, that they pay for um, to be to be part uh, of this weight loss journey, um, and that's a that's a monthly fee um, that includes all of the doctor consultations, the health coachings. The technology platform um, all tests and assessments that, that are being made um, and that's the main commercial model that it's a um, um, members driven subscription
0: it includes the medicine
1: it does not include the medicine no the medicine it, it very much depends you know for some patients it is covered by their insurance for some patients it's not covered okay. so that's at the um you know, that is sort of handled separately um, on an individual basis for each patient.
0: And the the medicine would obviously be different as well. Our, yeah, this one medicine, but the treatment and the dosage could be different as well.
1: Yeah, the treatment and the dosage is different. And that's obviously also advised by our doctors, um, yeah. which, which exact medicine is being used and how much of that. And there is sort of you start off at a lower dose and then you um, titrate upwards. That is all being um, being advised by our doctors, um, but it's. Um, I mean, we're we're not the ones obviously selling the medicine, right? So we're not the we're not um, yeah. affiliated in any way with that. So so th- so that is that is sort of a separate category. But we help the we help the patient obviously in the administration and then in um, in, in you know adjusting the dosage according to their individual needs and so on.
0: So you're not selling the medicine, but in th- terms of business license and activity, uh, how do you how are you regulated and what sort of license do you need in the UAE uh, for Wema Health?
1: So um, because we are a clinic, um, we have a, um, obviously in, to operate in the UAE as a business, you always need to have a trade license. Um, that's a given, uh, be that in the free zone or in mainland, uh, which we both have, and then it's the healthcare. Regulator that also has to issue a license um, in order for you to see patients and treat patients, and that's a um, provider license. So a healthcare provider license. Um, and then the individual health professionals that you have um, as you know as a clinic, they all need to be individually licensed for their respective specialty. So for endocrinology, for um uh, for the dietitians are licensed dietitians nutritionists are licensed nutritionists so they all have their um separate licenses as well
0: amazing so but there is, so that is kind of a lot of licenses you know you've got uh, in that situation two business licenses a doh license and then individual licensing as well for the practitioners
1: yes 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 um uh, healthcare is a very regulated business in that sense uh, richard it's um a lot of um Yeah, a lot of licensing and regulatory work, actually, that goes into establishing a healthcare company here.
0: Okay, amazing. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the industry. So, uh, particularly in the UAE, uh, you know, what it sounds like is that you're part of the health ecosystem, and uh, although there mightn't be one obvious solution to a disease, I think that's common, right? If there's a disease that's uh, problematic globally, there's, you know, there's many solutions but there's not one single one but um, uh, do you think that there's a lack of overall uh, providers uh, in the obesity section uh, and is is that what you're contributing to or do you think it's quite a well you know if I've got obesity in the UAE then um, I do have a number of options available to me?
1: Yeah I definitely think there is a gap in the market absolutely I don't think there is a lot of options for you when you are um, when you're obese and when you want to have treatment that works right and safe treatment and effective treatment you actually don't have that many options because um i mean i think there are some singular weight loss clinics here and there um that all have their own approaches and some of them it's more nutrition um you know nutritionist offices or nutrition-based programs um, you, you have obviously exercise programs, uh, you know, those gyms um, that have weight loss, uh, weight loss programs. And then, of course, you can always see a general endocrinologist, but it's, um, in my opinion, it's very important to treat obesity as a very distinct specialty. And in terms of endocrinologists that are specialized in obesity, and that, apart from their medical expertise, can then also offer the health coaching. Um, th- that's not that's not actually very much available in the UAE, unfortunately, um, and and hence why we want to um, close this gap. Okay. Just give let me let me maybe explain it in this way. Um, if you see a doctor, obviously the doctor can um, an endocrinologist can look at your, um, can do the relevant assessments, can look at your blood panel, can test, you know, how resistant you are to glucose and all of these things, can check your hormones um, and they will have a very clear opinion on what is needed um, for you from a a clinic, from a medical perspective. Um, But what you actually need is to have that Um, sort of companion right in the weight loss journey and that for us is the health coach because weight loss um uh, or weight i should say is not just it's not just the hormones in your body it's also not just the food you eat it's not just um it, it's so much more than that. It, the, the story behind obesity is actually so much more complex, right? Because everything from the way you sleep and how much you sleep, from um, the the your emotional health, from the health of your relationships with your family or your loved ones, to stress levels at work, to um, how much you actually move, all of this can affect actually your weight.
0: Mm.
1: So, and all of this has to be considered in one way or another. If you only um, look at the medical side of things, that doesn't give you the full picture, right? At the same time, if you only do a diet, that doesn't give you the full picture either. So um, that's why I think um, when it comes to um, healthcare professionals in this, in this field, it's very important to combine a endocrinologist that has specialized experience in obesity with a health coach. That speaks with, you know, an obese person and speaks about their lifestyle, and understands what their, what their life is like, what they're going through, what their stress levels is like, and their relationships and everything, and then combining that into one, uh, one solution. I think that is that is what is actually key.
0: Okay, interesting. Uh, and the, the uh, medicine that you particularly selected, the GLP one, uh, mm-hmm. describe to me so. How does that work and when we last spoke you mentioned that uh you know if someone uses it it kind of makes them less hungry but then after a while if they stop using it they can put on weight again uh wh- why is that and does that mean that you know that even with this sort of therapy and the coaching that they might need to be dependent on this medicine uh permanently
1: Yeah that's a great question. So the way GLP1 medicines work, um, I mean GLP1 is a naturally occurring hormone in your intestine. We all have it. Um, and the medicine, the GLP1 injection um, actually helps to regulate that hormone. so you feel um, actually more satisfied and you don't um, you naturally feel more inclined to, to eat less. Um, so you can control your hunger very well, your hunger signals with, uh, with this medicine. Um, now, there is definitely uh, a weight loss when taking this medicine. That's definite, right? I mean, that is, that's proven with a lot of clinical evidence. So um, anyone taking this will lose weight. If, however, the rest of your life... Um, your routines, your behavior in life has not been adapted in any way um, and you you still have, you know, the same lifestyle, then of course the chance is if you, once you've lost weight, um, you stop the medicine, your lifestyle is the same as it was before, that um, over time, probably not immediately, but over time that you can gain the weight back. And um, it doesn't mean that you're dependent on the medicine for the rest of your life. It's just um, the medicine needs to be combined with a lifestyle change. And the lifestyle change is what comes with the health coaching, right? With the health coaching that we offer. Um, And the lifestyle change is actually very, um, very, very important. It's also not easy because as adults, we are obviously very oftentimes stuck in our ways and stuck in our routines but it is important to have healthier routines when it comes to what you know what we actually enjoy eating doesn't mean we have to eat steamed broccoli all day but you know the choices that we make on a daily basis with nutrition um, our movement and again I, i always mention it but also our emotional health you know our 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 weight, our health is so much connected to our mental and emotional health. So, addressing any issues that there might that there may be, uh, and also addressing our sleep, that has to be addressed, right? That has to be kind of um, taken care of before getting off the medicine, because if it's not, then it's just very easy to fall back into. Um, I mean, it means that you're still in your old habits, and then the medicine at some point stops working, and then you just you just gain the weight back, which is which is unfortunate, and that's not the right uh, way of doing it.
0: So, but at the moment in the industry in, in the UAE, you have uh, clinics who have endocrinologists uh, uh, specialists there as well, and you also have quite an active uh, fitness industry as well. Um, <laughs> And, and then this is a kind of a hybrid and additional solution. Uh, and then you obviously have uh, you know uh, lots of specialists in, in, in therapy and, and different types of coaching and, and treatment, that side of things as well. Um, we discussed the gap in the market, but I guess question really around genetics versus disease. And um, I'm not an expert, but it, in the case of uh, the the hormones a, a lot of that is related to genetics as well right so how is it how can you change it uh you know with in in this way like is is it not so is it not something that's hereditary in some level
1: there is some level that may be hereditary but it's not um it's not determining um okay. so it's not um it doesn't mean that you know once you are once you're obese, um, and maybe your family, your parents are obese, and your grandparents are obese, that you can actually never be a normal weight. Um, Definitely not. Um, It is not like other um, properly genetic conditions where there is a determinant, right, in your genes, and and that's it. It's not like that. It's very much also behavior-driven and lifestyle-driven. Obesity, Yes, it's a medical condition, but it is also very, very much lifestyle driven. Um, and that's why, I mean, the medicine helps to really bring on a metabolic reset, you could say, because it regulates those hormones. Um, and on top of that, the lifestyle change then then does the rest, right? And um, so it's not, you know, I, I think it can be very frustrating to think of your genetics as something that you're just stuck with. And yeah. in the case of obesity, it's not. <laughs> you can definitely think
0: about it. Uh, you might know uh, something that I was curious around recently. How come some people, when their lifestyle is, say, poor or they're uh, under a lot of stress, that some people put on weight, yeah. but it has with other people it has the reverse, where people lose weight if they're really, really stressed. How is, how, how is that?
1: it's not really you can't really explain it to be honest because everyone's metabolism is just different like every every single person is different right yeah. and everyone's um yeah everyone's metabolism everyone's uh, and and the chronology essentially is different everyone's hormones works differently so it's uh, it's very frustrating you see sometimes these people that that um uh, also don't really you know, take care of their health and just eat whatever they want and eat a lot of junk and and they appear to be healthy. Um, And then there is the rest that, um, (laughs) you know, has to, you know, count the calories and just be very careful. Um, And they have a harder time. It can't be explained that easily, to be honest, because uh, everyone's everyone's body is just differently. What can be done? uh, Well, firstly, let me tell you this. Um, just because someone is not overweight and, and looks sort of slim or skinny, you could say, it doesn't mean that they're healthy, first of all, right? Mm. Um, and vice versa. Um, and also, it's, um, you know, it, I, again, I come back to the lifestyle change, but the lifestyle can actually help adjusting your lifestyle can help with many 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 things also in the way that you manage stress in the future you know if you are someone that responds to stress with either not eating or with overeating both of these are a problem then um then you can manage that actually very well if you once you address that once you once you speak to someone you get help on how how do i manage stress um and i you know you you see those triggers that actually lead to certain reactions, right? You identify those stress triggers and you learn how to manage that over time.
0: How big a problem, Leila, do you think obesity is in the Gulf versus uh, Europe, which you're familiar with? Uh, Is it statistically and, uh, you know, and where do you think some of these problems come from?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, statistically, it is a bigger problem here. Um, If we just look at the obesity rates um, in, um in the GCC, uh, they're between you know 35 and 40 percent of the population, which wow. is very, very high. Um, and in, in Europe it obviously depends on the on the country. Um in, in UK it's a huge problem. In um in, in some other parts of Europe it's not such a big problem, but um the, the obesity rates are lower. Um in Denmark, where we Uh, Obviously, um, where we launched WEMA, the obesity rates are around 20, right? So significantly less than in uh, the GCC. Um, Why are the obesity rates higher here? We definitely have a more sedentary lifestyle here in the UAE. I think we can all acknowledge that. Um, And it's the same, I think, across many GCC countries. There is a lot of... um, comfort i think in the lifestyle that we have right where uh we're driving to places uh, or being driven to places um there's a lot of uh um and and i don't want to generalize but you know we, we do see a pattern where life happens inside a lot um and not so much you know the walking and biking outside and you know um actually making an effort for instance to get to work and already <laughs> burning calories to get to work we don't we don't have that very much here and then it's also of course the sort of the um the eating habits that we have here right um in the gcc there's a lot of eating out um there's a lot of fast food and then um i mean food is obviously a very important uh, part in the in, in life in gcc but um, there, there is also a lot of um, consumption of, unfortunately, bad foods um, and and uh, you know unhealthy foods.
0: Yeah. Okay. And all
1: of this together yeah, just uh, and then you could also say you know the heat in the summers just makes it so difficult for you to even go outside you know for a run or things like that. All of that I think just leads to overall higher um, obesity rates.
0: Some of the uh, the things, especially in, in Saudi Arabia, and, and there's a lot in the UAE as well, like there's initiatives for more active lifestyles. We've just had the Fitness yeah. challenge. Yeah. There's a lot of things like that. And there's an emphasis on sports. There's, uh, you know, the, the Vision 2030 in, in Saudi has specific KPIs. I think it's percentage of population that need to do two activities for yeah. 40 minutes a week. So there's, there's a, you know, that's their way of tackling are contributing to, you know, the other benefits, but contributing to it as well. And, of course, it has economic benefit because there's more of an ecosystem around commercial activity around sports and the wellness industry and things like that as well. Um, so do you think that, you know, looking to the future, that you're sort of launching WEMA Health at, a, at an opportune time, that there are uh, sort of tailwinds uh, that, that can kind of help uh, with this problem and that you can be part of that?
1: Definitely, I mean, I think um, I definitely see that in the government's agenda, um, there is an agenda to uh, reach a happier and healthier life, right? for the population in uh, in the UAE, and the same also goes for Saudi Arabia and many other GCC countries. Um, that agenda is clearly there. Um, it is about, you know, making people healthier. And as part of that, I think there is also a lot of awareness about things that um, I think there was not a lot of awareness uh, about 10 years ago, right? Such as nutrition, such as movement, such as also mental health. We see a lot of open conversations about mental health now, which is also in a way new. Um, So all of this, I think, is going in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, And I am very much encouraged by this to... Um, to to sort of set up Mima in a place where there is such a strong now focus and emphasis on that um, is is very encouraging.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And you know as well something that uh, we spoke about last time that struck me as part of your solution is that there are many diseases in the world uh, that that we have, uh, and these things are big things that many people are tackling. But a lot of them you don't see uh, you know visibly, and obesity is one that you see visibly. So, uh, you know, that was one of the things that you, you know, when I asked, why pick one disease? Why not sort of now or in the future look at many diseases that you said that obesity was such a big one that you wanted to focus on that?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's a big one and in many ways it's the foundation of other diseases as well, right? It, it drives other diseases. Um, it is a fact that people that have obesity unfortunately are more likely to have other metabolic conditions are more likely to have cardiovascular diseases um are also more likely to have mental health problems i mean it it is um it it is a huge problem so um that's why we are single-handedly you know focusing on um obesity at the moment um of course there are you know many other areas in healthcare that, that that need it attention um we are quite close to mental health as well again because there is this link between obesity and mental health so in the future future i could imagine that we um, expand more into mental health services but um, at the moment um, we have um yeah we have that we have that very laser sharp focus and also um yeah our hands are full at the moment <laughs> yeah, with...
0: absolutely. Yeah, and obesity. it kind of needs that focus at the start as well. But yeah, that is interesting, you know, to understand where you're, you're going to take this in the future that, you know, we don't necessarily... We're not going to see WEMA Health as, you know, uh, fill all... Uh, what's the right words? Clinics that uh, offers every type of uh, treatment to everyone, that it's more focused yeah. on yeah. on obesity and something linked to that. But also you're not going to go on the complete other side and open a gym and focus on pt training and things like that either
1: absolutely yeah mm-hmm.
0: interesting so yeah so you know just talk a little bit about um uh, the you know a lot of people who come from the consultancy background um, have an analytical approach and have exposure to big industry companies and they would have worked with companies who are well funded and sort of incumbents and things like that so they have a unique perspective and they kind of strategically solve problems, uh, especially on the, you know, uh, and, and then other people do the implementation of it. So, you know, what's it like being now a year into this or so on the other side of the fence uh, and, you know, being more sort of implementational as well? How, how have you found the transition?
1: Um, it's been amazing. Honestly, um, it's, it's been the best choice, uh, for me to actually make that transition. Um, and actually I find that I can use my, um, experience from strategy consulting very much, um, in as an entrepreneur, um, because as an entrepreneur, you constantly have to make strategic decisions. Right. Um, and you know, be it, um, be it what is your commercial model who do you want to partner with which markets do you want to be active in how do you want to manage your finances and so on these are all strategic decisions so I think my toolkit as a strategy consultant comes in very very handy Um, at the same time I'm very um, excited actually I've um, I was very excited to also work more hands-on and um, and and have sort of obviously more operational responsibility right uh, from setting up setting up teams from scratch um, getting those licenses in, in place and um, also learning new areas um, that that I had not been exposed to as much before um, such as you know growth marketing um, or areas of technology that that we're using so it's been um, I mean, personally, it's been very exciting for me. I was never, never afraid to have a very sleeves rolled up um, attitude anyways. Um, so using, I think, my experience in that toolkit that I learned as a strategy consultant and then combining that with a very, um, uh, you know, uh, proactive sleeves rolled up attitude has been has been very, very good so far for me.
0: Uh, And just a question, running out of time, but just a question on, uh, you know, working with uh, people with WEMA Health and people approaching you. In your experience, are people with chronic obesity, are they proactive about uh, looking for solutions? Do they try lots of different things? Or is there a case where, you know, they're a bit reluctant to try new things or they're a bit, um, you know, what's the word, sort of, demotivated and they're not out there looking for solutions?
1: You know, you have both, but what you see more, what I see certainly more is those that are looking for solutions Um, because things they've tried in the past have just not worked. Mm. Um, And and I think I told you the story before, but I spoke with um, I spoke with one patient who weighs 180 kilos, um, which is obviously severely obese and he um he had lost before 70 kilos right um which is huge i mean 70 kilos is a lot of weight it's it's even the the weight of of an entire person um and then he gained 80 kilos back um very very frustrating and um and he had I mean, the 70 kilos he had only done once, but before, and there had always been times in his life, oh, I lost 20 kilos, I lost 30 kilos, and then I gained it back. So um, a lot of people that come to us have actually gone through many different options for our weight loss, and they haven't worked, and now it's kind of they're coming with with hope right for will this will this work um and also i i see that a lot of people who are overweight are constantly looking for new ways of losing weight so Mm -hmm. that's why they're more proactive but that being said there is also a proportion of those um that are kind of because they were so frustrated with other weight loss methods uh from before that they they're almost um yeah they, they there is a level of demotivation um so what you mentioned is true right that that they're kind of like well maybe it's just it's just not gonna work maybe that's just who i am and i just you know um clearly clearly weight loss is not for me um but you know ultimately i think everyone has hope right i mean that's ultimately why they come to us otherwise they would they would never even come to us even those uh, few that are more, de- you know, it's harder to motivate them. I think at the core, they, they, they must have some hope that this is working, otherwise they would not even bother with it. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see, um, to see sort of uh, these people and, and what, what their individual histories are.
0: Interesting. Okay, so finally, uh, we're at the end of the year uh, you're still a startup but what's your wishes Leila, for 2023 and what should we expect from wema health
1: well i wish that uh we are life in the uae um obviously and that we provide excellent care to our patients that our patients are happy and healthy and satisfied and um that we can just yeah provide the best possible care to them that's my um that's my main wish for <laughs> 2023.
0: Brilliant. Well, thanks a lot for sharing the story again. But also, it's great to see innovative solutions. It's great to see female entrepreneurs uh, tackling actual important issues, uh, especially in this region. So uh, we'll be cheering from here. And uh, thanks very much for telling your story and about WEMA Health. Thanks a lot, Richard. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Speak soon. Thank you to Leila again for interviewing uh, with us on Dubai Works on Smashy for the second time. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thank you to Shahir and Ali uh, for producing and editing the show. It goes out on all audio platforms, mainly Angami, Spotify, and Apple. Uh, You can get it on smashy.tv, iOS, Android, our most smart TV devices as well. Do check out and download our smart TV apps. You can watch the videos in full there. Uh, It's coming to the end of the year. We will continue the show. We will have an episode next week leading up to Christmas and then an episode before the new year as well. So we'll... I have two more episodes this year before we uh, ring in a new year. Uh, As usual, do like, comment, subscribe, leave any feedback and let us know if you know any startup or founder. If you yourself would like to be on the show, please do get in touch. Uh, Thank you and speak next week.